podcast. Today we'll be talking about school. And I wanted to say sorry, sorry to the people that have subscribed and have been watching our videos. I mean, podcasts, sorry. We just had a lot of things going on, so we didn't get a lot of podcasts done. But we're going to do this one about school. Yeah, we, uh, we we had a lot of stuff going on, and uh, on top of that, I had a lo- couple licensing issues that I wasn't paying attention to and I wasn't aware of. So this is all new to us. So you're you're gonna have to just uh, you're just gonna have to put up with us getting started and figuring this whole thing out. And at this point, it's it's this first few episodes have just been a crapshoot. But uh, I think we're getting a hang of it and we're figuring out what we're doing. But uh, yeah, we're we're today we're gonna talk about schools, schooling, um, education, things like that. Uh, things that we all have to put up with at some point in our lives. And uh, um, first off, I mean, it's like, uh, what, um, Gideon, what grade are you in? Second grade. All right. Who's your teacher? Mrs. Martinez. Okay. Yeah, she's a good teacher. I I actually got to choose her for you uh, because I, I thought she would be the best influence on you. What do you think about her? She's a good teacher. We do a lot of fun things. And... um. She understands a lot, and she's she's basically the best teacher I've ever had. In first grade, I wasn't really good because my my first grade teacher had only been teaching for two years, so it was really hard because the class was loud. So I would have problems with where I would cry at school. So so yeah, but now in second grade, I've been getting a lot better. Yeah, you've been doing really good, and and the uh, your previous teacher, I'm, I won't say her name because I didn't get permission to say her name, but uh, your previous teacher, she was a good teacher. She's a good teacher. She just she's got to get her uh, feet wet. She's got to get broken in and learn how to find her find her pace for that. But uh, Ms. Mrs. Martinez, she runs a very tight classroom. She makes sure everybody has a project. Makes sure everybody knows what their duties are while she's in school or while school's in session. And I think that's what benefits you the most. And uh, my second grade teacher was uh, is no longer with us anymore, but uh, her name was Mrs. Patterson, and uh, I, I loved her. She was great. I remember everything about her. And that was when I went to Plantation School back in, I think, 76 or 75. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of people out there that are weren't even, that are probably listening to this that weren't even born yet. So they uh, it, it, it was a good school. So I remember all of my elementary school teachers. In fact, I recently chatted about that on Facebook. And you'll, if your teachers are good, you'll remember all of them in the future, too, and you'll, they'll just kind of stick with you. The problem when you get into, like, junior high and high school is you won't have the same teacher all day. You'll have, like, a first-period teacher, a second-period teacher, a third-period teacher, a fourth-period teacher, so you may have seven or eight teachers through the course of a day. So it's going to be harder to remember all your teachers. But for what you're in right now, in elementary school, I mean, you know who your principal is? Yeah, his name is Mr. Mack. Okay. And you uh, you also do something else that's uh, that's kind of extracurricular at school. What, do you, what else are you doing? Um, I am going with my, some of my friends were allowed in with me. I'm going to a chess club that was supposed to be for only third graders, fourth graders, and over. But um, Miss Martinez is one of the chess coaches that works with my other chess coach. His name is Mr. Oakleaf. Um, and we go there. We after school on uh, Thursdays. Thursdays, 
Um, I always get those two days confused. On Thursdays, after after school, we go there, stay till 3-something? 30. 3.30. And um, my dad always picks me up because he gets off at 3 o'clock. And I, all we do in there, really, is just play chess. Sometimes Mr. Oakleaf will have us sit down and he'll show us some stuff. Show us, like, the one-pawn checkmate, the rook check, the one-rook checkmate, the two-rook checkmate, queen checkmate, and all those. The one that took a little while to accomplish when I fir- when Mr. Oakley first showed us the video of how to do it was the two-bishop checkmate. I did it at home. I practiced it. And it was kind of hard to to remember. And you guys recently had like a this last uh, well, yesterday um, had a celebrity at your school, kind of sorta. Of. Who, who who visited you guys? Oh, Scott Mason, a master chess player. He's he's close. He's a he's an expert level. He's, he's in rank, and I think he said he's in the he's in rank two thousands. Two thousand eight. He's uh, two thousand sixteen is his ranking. Oh, uh, so 2016—that's a lot. I don't think I can do that. But I went to my first. Um, he when he came to my school, he played all the kids in the ch- chess team at once. Um, and he is a good guy. Even though sometimes when he gets mad, he'll yell. Scott? No, not Scott. Um, I'm talking about Mr. O. Okay, I was going to say I don't I recall Scott. Mr. I don't recall Scott ever uh, yelling. Well, I do remember the time Scott yelled one time, but that was when uh, when uh, your mom and I still lived with him back like a long time ago. And he also threw a book at me too because uh, because I scared him. So anyway, if if he's listening to this, he's going to probably cringe and uh, send me a, a nasty message. <laughs> so what, what's your what 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 kind of stuff do you enjoy in school? I mean, when I was in school, one of my favorite things to do was I enjoyed reading. And we had we didn't have computers when I was in school, so we didn't have computers, we didn't have tablets or anything like that. I like when we get free time on our iPad. I like playing chess on the iPad all day. I like playing chess a lot. I'm at two hundred and something wins against this one guy in chess. Yeah, cool. When, it's actually a robot. It's level one so a lot of people have a lot of wins on them my friend has been using a hack but he has 1000 something wins on him but there's a little hack because you can um move back old pieces where you can like restart reset it a little bit but you have to press it a lot to get back to the beginning so you when when you win you press the x on the top then you press the button to reset one your the checkmate to the thing that you checkmated with one block back, and then you move it back up checkmate. You get you get one extra win, and you keep doing that a lot until you want to stop. I did that a few times when I when I was taught it by Angel. You know, of course, that uh, Mrs. Martinez listens to this, and so does uh, Mr. Oakleaf. So now they're going to be on to you. <laughs> well. I- well, he taught me it. Who taught you? Mr. Oakley? Oh. On the computer. He taught me it. It wasn't me. All right. Well, uh, uh, oh, well. It's just one of those things. Um, it, what else do you enjoy doing in school besides the besides playing chess? I mean, I, I, one of the, I used to enjoy drawing, too. But the only problem is I used to get in trouble because I drew on my desk with crayons. And so occasionally my teacher would get mad and I'd have to take the desk out and, and uh, scrub it down. 
Um, I also like playing football because at first recess and l what am I saying? Last recess, Mr. Um, one of the yard aides will come out and play um and play football with us, and we'll switch off, keep switching teams. Like when one team makes a touchdown or one team passes four downs, then it'll switch teams, and. You just gotta, when you're open, you gotta yell his name to try and get him your intention. And then you gotta hope and pray that you catch the ball. Because if you don't, most of the kids there will call you Butterfingers. Oh, you're talking about Mr. Beckman, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I got his permission to use his name oh, on here, so that's, a, that's okay. He's good people. He's gonna be ne missed next year. Yep. He's gonna be the principal. He's gonna go over to another school. Now, what's the hardest part of going to school for you? I know that sometimes it's an issue for you, and I know, um, know we have issues in the morning, but what, what makes it hard for you to go to school in the morning? Leaving my mom. Because sometimes, I don't know why, but it's hard for me to leave my mom sometimes. I don't know why. I just get, I don't know, like, afraid. I've been in this school for about three years, and I don't know why I'm scared. So I, I know I'm not shy. Well, you're doing better this year than you did last yeah. year. And sometimes when pop when Poppy has to when he when Poppy has to take me to school, I just face it and give him a hug and a kiss at the gate, and he leaves. The happy times that I am happy when my mom has to leave is when the bell rings right when we get in school. Because then all the kids line up and I just have to sit in the line. Sometimes I just face it. Like with Poppy, I just face it, give him a hug and a kiss at the gate and walk and play. Run over and start playing. And with my mom, sometimes when I have to stay in line, I'll just face it, give her hugs and kisses and then let her go. I don't know why. Some days I'm happy that she picks me up. And some days, when most days when she picks me up, I'll ask if my friend can come over to my house. And we'll usually only get an hour if she does. And sometimes his mom will give him um, 15 more minutes. Um, but that's fun playing with my friend when he comes to my house. And see, that's one of the big differences between the way you're growing up and the way I grew up. Because where I lived when I was growing up, it was about two miles away from the school. And I used to, at your age, I was already walking to school by myself. And I would always meet up with a couple friends and walk to school with my friends. And we used to walk through this alley. And along the way in the alley, I'd always play with some of the dogs through the fence and talk to some of the dogs. And we'd get to school. And uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was fun. And then in the evenings, I'd walk, walk home from school by myself or with a couple friends. Uh, one of the friends I used to walk home with, and I, he knows I'm doing this, so I don't think he'll have a problem with it. His name is James Flores. Um, he was my best friend growing up. I mean, we did all sorts of stuff together. And we used to walk, occasionally walk home together. And it was sometimes I would be out at, out at night until late, like 8, eight or 9 o'clock at night or till the lights came on. In fact, one of the funny stories I have about that is when I, my mom, my mom used to tell me that I had to come home when the street lights came on. You know, those lights outside that are on the streets. Yeah. My, my mom used to say, come home when the street lights come on. And there used to be this one street light that was broken that wouldn't come on right away. And I used to use that as my, my, my 
light. So all the other streetlights were coming on, but that one streetlight wouldn't come on for almost an hour after all the other streetlights came on. So I said, but mom, that streetlight hadn't come on yet. And so she caught on to that and she got mad at me. And there was this one time I was out too late and she called the police and the police came looking for me. So, and they knew where to find me. So they came, they got to the point where they knew who I was and came to James's house and picked me up. So, and took me home. But, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's an entirely different, uh, entirely different thing nowadays than it is when you're growing up. There's too many weird things going on out there. People kidnapping kids, people hurting kids, people doing mean things to people. Abusing I don't know. Abusing kids. Yeah, abusing kids. And it's just, it's just weird. Um... I have a friend that lives about like three houses away from our house, so sometimes he'll come to my house on his skateboard by himself, and um, I'll get toys and then we'll just walk by ourselves over to his house, and don't get mad at me for it, I do it for defense, sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll bring a knife with me, my my knife with me because I don't, because like I told Nelson, I don't want to be a victim of a kidnapping. I'm kind of hit and miss with that. I, I understand why you're doing it, but uh, I also worry that you're going to end up hurting yourself worse than you're hurting someone else. I know how to use it. Yeah. I'm eight years old. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But uh, so what are you going to do when you, when you, uh, from here, from elementary school, you're going to go to junior high, which is just across the street over here. And uh, then from then from there to high school, wherever that may be, if we get to move to Boise, like I'm hoping we do, then um, we'll then who knows where we'll end up. But uh, what do you uh, what do you think you're going to do after you get out of school? Do you think you're going to go to college, or are you going to go to military, or are you going to look for a trade school? I want to see about military. Okay. Because I've like I've told my family, I want to be a marine. Well, you know what my point is on that. I, I'm okay with you being a Marine, but my personal opinion is, even though I was in the service, in the, in the Marine Corps, I think you should probably look at the Navy because it has better education options. Just don't go, don't join the Air Force. Or the Brownwater Navy. Then uh, all, all else is fine. I'll even tolerate the Army. Sure. Do you think you want to go to college? I think going. I think you have to go to get a college. I think you have to get a college degree to go to the Marine Corps, right? No, that's only if you want to be an officer. If you want to be an officer, you have to have college. Um, but keep in mind something. Something that's really important that people should know these days is you don't have to go to college. Not everybody needs to go to college. There is a resurgence in the effort to get people to go to trade schools. And I know he's out there, and I would absolutely be thrilled if he were listening to this and gave me a plug if I, for plugging him. But um, there's a guy out there by the name of Mike Rowe, and he does the um, he does the this program where he gets people into, where he helps people get into trade schools, and also promotes trade schools a lot. And I think that is probably one of the best things out there because not everybody wants to join, not everybody wants to go into college to get a degree in a, in a field. You, and there's a lot of people who don't need it. And trade schools will te teach people how to weld, teach people how to do pipe fitting, teach people how to do all sorts of other stuff that's uh, that are that are needed careers. What are trade schools? Trade schools are where you go, say you want to become a welder. Yeah. You go to, there used to be a school here in Bakersfield where you could go to become a welder. 
And all they do is they teach you how to weld, and they train you, and then they certify you for a certain type of welding. Or say you want to become a plumber. You go and you join the Steamfitters Union. You start off as a, an apprentice and work your way up being, an, being a plumber to be a plumber. And those are people who do things like fit, doing pipes in houses. And then there's another one, the, electrician, the, electrical, or the Electricians Union. It's called IBU, the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. And there you start as an apprentice and work your way up with experience. And all of them are great programs for people to learn a trade if they don't want to necessarily go to college. And I think that the, that the skill sets that they learn in those things are every bit as important as a college degree is to the people who get college degrees. But you don't need a college degree to be an electrician. You don't need a college degree to be a welder. It's, and it's, it, it's, but yet they're very valuable careers. And to be honest with you, in some cases, I can respect a person who's gone through a trade school a little more than I can necessarily respect a person who's say gone to gone to college, because it's it's a career that it's a career path you take where you have to earn your certifications through hard work. So that's what that's what trade schools are, and they they are important. So it all depends on what you decide you want to do. You may think you want to go to college because mommy and I are telling you that that's important. But you may decide that something else is important by that time comes along. And it's your life. You have to live it. So despite what we're telling you, you got to do what makes you happy. You understand that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and school is where bullying happens. Oh, we already had a discussion on bullying. So we'll... so if you watch that video, you'll know what we're talking what about video? bullying. What video? I mean, a video podcast. I always get those mixed up. Had a little bit of a pause there. Uh, you may and may not have noticed it, but uh, we had to break away because tonight was uh, the open house at Gideon's school. So we got to go and talk to his teachers, and yeah. he got to meet his teacher for next year. And Mama joined us, and then we went and had Panda Express. No, they are not a uh, sponsor, but if they are listening to this and decide they would like to sponsor us, I'm more than willing to take your money, Panda Express. Uh, so now, where we were leaving off before, we had been talking about trade schools. And so you understand what a trade school is now, right? Yeah. All right. So it's a school you go to when you want to learn a trade. What do you want to do when you when you grow up? I would probably see if I can join a trading school, start my life as a um, smithing, a smith. A blacksmith? Yeah. Maybe. I might want to start my life off being a blacksmith, and then once I get enough money from that, I I will switch over to being a marine. Okay. Usually people do it the other way around because a blacksmith is not a common job anymore. I mean, but hey, if you want if you want to do something like that, I'm sure there's probably some money in there. But then if I was stranded on an island and I had enough stuff to make some some supplies for some supplies, I could probably make a blacksmith, make a couple weapons, make some stuff to survive. You've been playing too much Minecraft. Minecraft is fun. I want to play Minecraft tomorrow. It's, it's not very indicative of, well, you're not, because remember... I know. But anyway, I wanted, when I was younger, I, I wanted to grow up to be a, a fireman, then a police officer, and then, I don't remember, I think I wanted to be a doctor at one point. I wanted to be... Then when I got older, I found out I was going to be a Marine. And the reason I say that to the people in the audience is that my mother was a Marine. 
So I was basically not really given a choice. It was just one of those things that uh, it was a foregone conclusion that I would, after high school, join the Marine Corps. End of story. After I did my time in the service, then I could do whatever I wanted, but the Marine Corps was a requirement. That's something I am not, that is, that is not a burden of pressure I'm putting on my son at all. Yeah. And, um, I think being a blacksmith to start off my first, on my first job would actually be good. Because then I could learn how to do stuff. And then if I'm stranded, I could survive because I would learn how to blacksmith so I can make tools. Oh, I have a friend that uh, you're, you probably remember them. We had dinner with him a couple times. Uh, he's a blacksmith. And what I'll do is I'll see if uh, he wants to get together one of these times and uh, show you some of the stuff he does. But he's done things like make knives and... Iron swords? He's swords? made swords. And he's made swords for display. He's also made swords that were combat ready. So, I mean, if uh, he really wanted to, down the line, he could even make you a sword if he wanted to. But, uh, he's, That'd be fun to have a sword to protect myself instead of like a normal yeah, gun or something. You're not, Someone walks in and I pull out a samurai sword. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's like the old saying goes, you never bring a, a knife to a gunfight. So a lot of people don't carry swords around anymore. So You have that sword. That's, that's for display. That's for display. It's not actually a weaponized sword. And Where is it? It's put away. Oh. It's uh, but in trust me, if it was a situation where somebody came in, I'd rather have a gun than a broke into our house. I'd rather have a gun than a sword. But if all else fails, I guess a sword would probably, in a pinch, do what I needed it to do. You only have the like BB gun. I have a pellet gun. Yeah. Uh, but trust me, if you fire a pellet gun at somebody at close range, it's going to do some damage. Like I think you said, Ben shot you in the butt with a BB gun. No, no, no. That was a, another friend of mine. Oh. Yeah. We don't talk about the other, but. No, I, yeah, he shot me. In, he didn't shoot me in the butt. He shot me in the chest with a BB gun. Oh! And then I shot him in the butt with a um, gun afterwards. With a BB gun afterwards. So you got a lot of those um, BB pellets. Stuck well, one of them in your got chest? stuck under the skin, and no, I popped it out. Oh! No, typically you typically you won't die from a, a pellet shot, but it, it is possible to do a lot of serious damage. That might like. have hurt getting oh, it did. in the chest. It did, and I, I don't recommend people getting shot with pellet guns. I don't recommend shooting people with pellet guns. But when you're kids, you have to do what you have to do. Yeah, something like that. And uh, let's see, what else did we want to talk about? I think we covered pretty much everything this time around. Um, it's going to be a little bit short this time, but uh, we'll we'll be back uh, and we'll be back and uh, doing another one here in a few days and put probably it, tomorrow uh, after school. Probably school. tomorrow. Probably this weekend. It all depends. I'd like to get a few done and in the books. But uh, for now, I'd like to wish everybody adieu and have a great have a have, well. Gideon has one more thing. What about jokes? Oh, I forgot about the jokes. I don't. I know. Wait, I, wait. I, no, no, no. I want to tell one joke because I have a feeling you might tell my joke. I so have a joke too. Is um, and no, it's not going to be a knock knock. I'm sorry. What do you call a monkey in a minefield? A baboon. Gideon. Um, I have two. I think I already did the first one I'm about to say. Knock, knock. Yes, you did this one. Okay, Who's there? So, Madame. Madame who? Madame foot stuck in his horse. Yes, you said that once okay, before. Okay, the next one. Yes. Why is six scared of seven? Well, gee, let me guess that your favorite book, seven, eight, nine. Because seven, eight, nine. Yes, that's <laughs> because seven, eight, nine. No, wait, 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 wait. Uh -oh. I have another one. Um, oh, please, God, spare us all. Um, 
what's the um animal that get what's the animal that cheats on tests a cheetah mm. a cheetah a cheetah a cheetah a cheetah a cheetah it's a cheater weeder. I actually forgot some of the jokes, so I was just trying to get it. Right, so we'll have to go and we'll have to go and look up some jokes for the next time. But yeah. the the rule is no dirty jokes, so we can't tell any dirt. Uh oh, oh my god, what now? <laughs> knock knock. No, madame. I'm not going to do that. Knock knock. Knock knock. Who's there? Um, oink oink. <sighs> Come on, say it. Oink, oink, who? Make up your mind. Do you want to be a pig or an owl? Um. <laughs> Why? It's not a dirty joke. Thank you for visiting, folks. We're on. We're out of here. Good night. Bye. Have a great night and a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.